date. What's the date? 26. 26, alright. The year is 2011. It's the 26th of January, and you're wasting away in the North Coast with Amigo Schmo. Mike. And Mickey. And hooray, and Joe else. got the year correct. Again. First one of the year, and he got no, it right. No, second. This is the second one. Wow. I'm used to having one show every two months. <laughs> I just... <laughs> two in January. We just wow. snuck this one in. <laughs> awesome. Let's see if it gets out on the website before Feb. We'll see. That's the thing. <laughs> well, the timestamp is going to be January. He's, yep. Yeah, he's putting it out there. Yeah. What? He's uh, he's a line in the sand. Well, breaking news today. Yes, big news day. Yeah, not all necessarily good. No. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) I'm just like the host. You give the uh, Mickey's the gospel guy. (laughs) Yeah, but I was the last one to hear about this. (laughs) I know because I figured you were sleeping. Yeah, like the the. Those hot wires were already uh, smoking hot by the time I woke up today. Yeah. Thank you to our <laughs> Australian office. You never find office. out what, what that is. What, what's, a, what's a remote news office? Huh? You know, like our Australian, you know, like uh, when they set up news organizations around, you know, CBS has an, their affiliate? White House correspondent, and then they have their Middle East correspondent. What did, did they set up an office or something, right? Miro. It's the Bureau. Bureau. There we go. That's, that's what we're searching for. <laughs> Coincidentally enough, I was watching broadcast news last night because it just came out on, on Blu-ray. And that's all about the Washington Bureau and the London Bureau. <laughs> yeah. So Our Australian Bureau. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We couldn't come up with we that. We couldn't before. know what we were talking about earlier. Our Australian Bureau is really, they're our best bureau. <laughs> they are by far. <laughs> they are. on top of everything. They are. And uh, they were on yeah, top of it. Screw you, kids. Argentina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Argentina Bureau. You know, we have a pretty good Far East Bureau, but Australian Bureau is the best. By far. And uh, they were on top of things, and within 30 minutes of of Jimmy Buffett, well, something give the news properly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it right. Apparently, from what I saw, according to TMZ and the uh, other news sources, Buffett News, when it was up online in Buffett World, uh, Jimmy decided to crowd surf. After the show, he was so happy about the second Sydney Opera House concert that he wanted to crowd surf. But unfortunately, he didn't realize that the crowd was a bit, you know, a few meters away, farther away than he thought. And he uh, took a, he, uh, he, it all fall down, fall down, fall down, <laughs> basically. Yeah, he just fell off the stage. Just walked. He like off walked the off. Stage. It, it's, he must have thought it was continuing. <clears throat> I don't, I don't no, that's right. It wasn't, it wasn't even a Sydney Opera House. I'm wrong. This is the third show, so it was. It went. It was in like Horden, is it something like that? Something. I was going to say. So it that's wasn't. what I was thinking. I was. I was talking about with Joe Madge, and I was wondering because the Sydney Opera House it looked like the front row was just a few feet away from yeah. the stage, and I'm thinking. I was wondering if maybe Buffett got confused and thought he was thought it was still that same layout, and and took some steps forward and didn't realize that. Yeah, maybe just find by some lights because it really did get bright, like they said. Yeah, there, there was that was part of the news story that the lighting director, quote unquote, lighting director, flashed a light in his face. But I didn't, didn't really see that. See in that. The video. No, yeah, the I didn't see that up. in the video. Yeah, there just it got bright, but yeah. it may have been just the video. I mean, it got bright with Buffett there, but before he fell off stage. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I know, I don't know why the news report could say something like that. Yeah, and they all, they don't even know how buff it is, but they know that's the cause. And they were also saying this is the fifth show of his Australia tour. And it's the third, It's right? the third. He's not and even it, doing... He's only doing three in Australia total, <laughs> and one what? in New Zealand. There's not four, five not shows. five in that part of the world. New Zealand's part of our Australia. But I've seen that quote. This is his fifth show. I've seen that quote in, like, three different websites. Anyway... Well, so, I, I mean, first of all, as we've had it reported all day to us, Buffett is out of the hospital now. And now this is, we're, you know, this is 11 o'clock at night, 1030 at night. Yeah, tip, uh, tip of the Eastern, hat to Eastern uh, time. listener Fiona, right? I mean, yeah, really, was, Fiona. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> listener Matt also uh, reported it, but listener Fiona was all over it. She was first on the scene. Yeah. I don't think she was <laughs> on the scene, but yeah. <laughs> first, first with the report turned into the news desk. Yes, from the Australian Bureau. And uh, she was on it right away and following all the local. There was a lot of local coverage, so she wasn't there. She was not there, though. She 
she had a chance and did not go to this show. And she went to at least one of the opera house shows. There was two opera house shows, right? But I'm not sure if she went to both or what. I think she went to one. Listener Matt went to both opera house shows. And that, that's coming up later. Anyway, they were both on top of it reporting. And as far as three hours ago, Fiona, Fiona listener Fiona also sent us uh, the latest update that he was out of the hospital and he was resting in a hotel. But I guess he, he did spend the overnight in the hospital, mm-hmm. being nighttime was our daytime. Right. Yeah, there's 16 hours ahead of us. Yes. So I checked that out today. 16 hours. So, uh, so this morning is when it happened as we were getting up and going to work and had an email before uh, it showed up on TMZ. So uh, thanks to our Australian Bureau for keeping us up to date. But, uh, you know, I think he was right away stable. And they just observations, and he has a mild concussion, and he's 64, so. And from what we heard, I think it was Listener Fiona that said that there was a, a doctor right in the front row. I mean, so there was a... There was yeah, was it front row? She, there was a doctor there that yeah, was yeah. being interviewed, and he was there on the scene. Yeah. So he had treatment right away, although he, it was reported that the uh, ambulance didn't arrive for like t- half an hour, I think. 10 to 15 God, minutes you think they'd have an ambulance right there. You would think it up with a crowd. Event? Yeah, you would. Maybe they don't have the rules we have here. There's a TMZ has a photo of uh, Buffett on the gurney being loaded into the. Ambulance. Oh wow! I didn't see that photo, and I didn't see the video that Mickey just showed us. I saw the original TMZ video. Yeah, there's a TMZ from the video. Left side. Yeah, there's a TMZ Close. video from the front row, where uh, you can see Jimmy walking off the stage. Then there's another YouTube video that Buffett needs linked to, from farther back, but it includes the entire final song. And you can see that Jimmy finished the concert. The concert's pretty much over. He's just about to step forward to take his bows, and it looks like he kind of sacrifices himself to the audience. His, his arms are out, and he's walking forward. Yeah, he just walked forward. And he just right, right pitches, stage. pitches forward right off the stage. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I'm really, you know, I really feel bad, but it looks <clears throat> kind of funny. He just disappears. The other, this and front row on to the left, it just catches him, and it, it just looks like something out of a movie that's being staged that's supposed to look like it's really <laughs> happening. It looked like, I don't know, I thought of, it doesn't even make any sense. I thought of District 9, something like that. Like, the camera just happens, it's like one of those things where the camera just happens to pan as he just falls off the stage. <laughs> it almost looks like, like they, tra- like at first it's Buffett, then the camera goes away, and then they put in a, like, a, a dummy. <laughs> Or, a, you know, a stuntman. And then as soon as the camera comes back, this guy in a yellow Digital shirt. Dummy. I didn't even see his dummy. arms out. You just see his, you see him just disappearing. <laughs> like with the but monkey nobody thought the, it was part of the show. Thing. Everybody knew, you know, the way it was, the show was just over, that that it was an accident. I was, I'm always worried about that, too. When yeah, I watch the shows, I would not just Buffett, everybody. I'm always worried, and I don't want to see someone off off the damn stage. This happens all the time. It, 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 <laughs> Steven Tyler fell off the stage. And then can't they canceled the whole tour. Are... This, this, uh, it's like, it's like happens often. <laughs> Pretty soon they're going to have to have guardrails on the stage to prevent Did the you hear about this falling on. Jimmy Buffett fell off the stage in Australia early this morning, our time. Really? Like at first, yeah, it's been all spent over the, the night in the hospital? Oh, Do you want to see the video? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll show you the video again. Okay, this is everybody getting out. My mom emailed me. She's all yeah, concerned. Brett, a uh, listener, I remember Brett that uh, he was a guest of the yeah, show yeah. once. Brett was all over it and sending me stuff. Yeah, that's the video. Okay, it's like, 340 into it. What happened to him? It. Anything bad? Uh, he got a concussion. I heard his elbow. Camera pans back to the stage. He's yeah. the very final song. He's right there, walking forward, and then just is he drunk? Falls right off the stage. Oh my god! He had his arms out and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he really just thought the stage. I keep laughing. <laughs> it's very odd. Maybe that's it. Maybe he thought the stage was going no, on. Yeah, he just people. I guess he stopped. Was he was he finished with the concert? Yeah, no? the concert's over. Yeah, he finished it. his last song, and <laughs> yeah. he's just, he just walking forward. All the house he, lights. He was were just on. playing at the Sydney, and, and Mick said the uh, first row was much closer. That's what it looked like. Did show. you did you get an email from me about uh, the, the, with the little video from the opera house? 
Yeah. Okay, that'll show that the, the rows do go right up to the ceiling. Yeah, if that's the case. That's from our listener, Matt. I, I see. I saw other that. video from on YouTube from Closer, and it looks like... I mean, most of, most of those opera house theaters are Yeah, it's close. an opera house. Except there's usually a pit, but yeah. maybe there's a stage well, no, that, over the pit. The pit yeah, that pit, okay. the opera pit, or the orchestra pit is covered when there's no orchestra. Okay. Actually, it's covered when there is an orchestra sometimes. Yeah, okay. That's got to be it. He's just, he got confused. He thought, you know. Yeah, but in, and and with the lights and stuff, you can never see. And it's right. not like this is anything special. And, you know, sometimes it's like an illusion. Maybe he, he saw the crowd and he, you know, he doesn't see the ground. Yeah. The percep- his depth perception screwed up. Yep. And it looks like the stage just continues. Just walked yeah, off. Yeah, he just walked off and he thought it would continue <laughs> for another couple of the way The way his hand, his, his arms are out, it looks like he's sacrificing himself <laughs> to the audience. <laughs> Mixed psychological skull. He's sacrificing. It looks like it. It looks like it. It does. It looks like it's a religious ceremony. I'm now offering myself to you. It did look kind of like feed upon me. Yes, it is a feeding frenzy upon my body. He was trying to mosh, but first and forward. Yeah, yeah, crowd surf. The body of Buffett, take among you and share. Yeah, it, it's just wild. So. But I guess if it was mushy, it would have just like thrown. Yeah, yeah, maybe jump a little further but instead of just falling forward into the abyss. Well, imagine what's going through his head. He thinks he's walking out to yeah. the audience. And so hey, what a surprise! Oh. Wow, I'm falling. <laughs> I don't think he knew he's falling. I think he will, you know. He just well, something has, and those things, you know, those things seem to go in slow motion. Are we actually yeah, think? Are we keeping you up there? You want another? Gee, I might put them to sleep. Great story, Mike. Just, just like one of those shiver things. My mic, all Mike's going on and on about this. <laughs> that guy never shuts up. Same well, we're glad, of course, that Jimmy's all right. Yeah, we're all we're laughing now, but it, it's we know he's okay. He's we've heard that anyway. I know. I, I feel you know that's it's wrong to laugh. Well, you know, Jimmy's going to laugh about this. He's going to write a song about it, and that's the first thing I thought of. If he's okay. We got a song out of this. Well, yeah, supposedly. I mean, he's got another show in New Zealand coming up this Friday. And or is it? Well, I believe yeah, you're right. The 29th, which is like our Friday. Okay, he'll have to play if it all falls down. <laughs> He so, um, he would. according to uh, to uh, Jim Mayer, he's supposed. I mean, the the rest of the coral reefers have gone to New Zealand in preparation for the show. They're assuming that it's still going on. I'm, and, I'm sure uh, Jimmy's bumming because I'm sure he had things planned, surfing and all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> you know, and he's he, it's summertime there. He thought it was summer, but it was actually fall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the hits just keep coming here on Waste Away on the North Coast. Radio. <laughs> anyway. So Jimmy fell. <laughs> Joe sums up the story succinctly. Yeah. But yeah, he's okay. It's, it's, it's all good. Yeah, it was pretty scary because, well, the first, the first I read about it was the TMZ article that was all about the sound of it, about how you could hear it like a, a metallic sound like he like he hit the railing or something yeah and so that that was kind of uh, kind of frightening yeah and everybody well the early reports were that there was a lot of blood and uh, he was out for like 10 or 15 minutes mm-hmm. later yeah. on we heard that that wasn't true yeah well there's been so many reports and I hate the internet's like ruining the world and then you're, you're <laughs> yeah, anybody can report anything it, yeah it just doesn't Twitter matter and crap however it was a great way to get video of it yeah that was that was fantastic you could actually see video of the event happening and you could judge for yourself you could hear it for yourself and judge it for yourself yeah just i was it was neat it was but yeah the first-hand reports were all were all contradictory they're all immediately talking about what the cause is look he fell off the stage we don't need yeah, to know the cause. You can't possibly know. The light guy and the... Without the, interviewing Jimmy. The lighting director sabotaged it. Yeah. Flashed the lights into his all his fault. <laughs> they were flickering the lights and causing yeah, an epileptic... He, he, just, he decided to flash lights for no reason. Yeah, it's just something like that. He's reading this later. What the hell? What did I do? <laughs> I just turned the lights on like I was told. <laughs> the show was over. I put the lights on. Yeah, they told me to put the lights on. <laughs> Everybody plays over everything. <laughs> so Buffett played. Yeah, two at the opera house. Okay, we just did that. So 
yep. this was the third show, which was somewhere else in Sydney. Yeah. How many? This said this was a bigger venue then than the Opera House. Well, and this was a this was planned later, right? Because they did. They yeah, it wasn't it? It was an extra show because the Sydney Opera House had, had sold so well. Right. There was demand. So threw that extra show on there. The Sydney um, Opera House only has. Horton. I was right. Horton Pavilion in Sydney. Now Sydney Opera House is twenty five hundred people each night to fill the place up. That's not much. That'd be nice to see him in a good place like that. And we had. Uh, listener Fiona sent photos too, and the photos were great. I mean, it was like right. Yeah, that's I said. Her back. Right I said, right there. It's amazing. Yeah, I said, were you right there? You have a real good camera. What's the deal? <laughs> I know it's a combination. They were awesome, awesome photos, like front and center. So we have uh, set list. The set list you sent was no, the no, 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 don't go through the set list. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd rather not go through the set list because we still have to finish off the big top tour. So I like to do that and then do like a full roundup of the Australia shows and a feature okay. episode. Mm-hmm. Because you guys haven't even heard the, the first Australia no, show or, or the second one. And I'm assuming that the third one's going to get broadcast too. Although, like Mike and I were discussing earlier, I don't know if they're going to include the metallic clanging sound <laughs> right after the final song or if they're going to do a sharp fade out. Yeah, where are they going to cut it? Because it, it is like a couple seconds right after the song, and and uh, everybody, yeah, when Mike, when Mike's imitating a swan just dive, disappears. when uh, and you can hear it in the video, the the YouTube video that we were playing, but the the audience is cheering, they're all going crazy for a couple seconds, yay! Oh, <laughs> too bad. So. So it's going to have to be a fast fade out right after the, the final dang 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 of the last song. <laughs> they usually wipe out some bad percussion here and there. So, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious, yeah, uh, providing that they broadcast the, the third show on Friday, how they're going to handle it. Yeah, they'll just do a sharp cut. But, uh... Or a quick fade out. As as uh, you know, selfishly speaking, I'm glad that it happened after the last song. We we you know, presumably can get the full concert recording out of this. Yeah, and, and for the folks there too. I mean, it's good. You know, they didn't have the show interrupted. They got a full show. Yeah, yeah. It, we know, disaster's going to happen. You do it at the end. You make <laughs> sure he gets the show. And I can't wait to hear like interviews and stuff. He's gonna. Yeah, it's going to be actually. To hear him retell it'll be funny, interesting to hear. I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll put a spin on it, and it'll be yeah. When he does the the New Zealand show in Auckland, yeah, that should be fun. There's no uh, there's no schedule on broadcasting the Auckland show though, so I don't know if we're going to be able to hear it. But we should be able to get audience uh, audience responses from it, providing it it goes forward, and I assume it will. See that's that's uh, tough though. I mean, if if it's that uh, if it's that tough a concussion type injury, you know, that's uh, that's going to be tough for him to do a full show like that. But I could see him doing it. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised. I would certainly they, understand if he didn't. But. It didn't sound like uh, it didn't sound like the doctors were saying he couldn't do the next show. They just said lots of rest. Just but rest. They didn't say you know, rest for a week. No shows. He just said, "Get some rest." Yeah, well, we'll see. It should be interesting. In happier news, I saw a word that uh, Jimmy and the Coral Reefers have recorded a song with Lionel Richie for yep. a lot for a uh, upcoming duet CD. Yep, I did see that. I didn't see that. <laughs> just playing along again. I did see that. Yeah, Chamo's playing devil's advocate because he's really on top of everything. <laughs> <in this case>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to flaunt all yeah. my knowledge. Good one, Jamal. I'll just act like I don't. We need to undersell it. <laughs> the uh, song is All Night Long, and it's going to be on... I should have looked this up before I... It's the whole Coral Reefer band. Intro it. Uh, now, the original version of that has like that beat, that percussion beat, if I remember correctly. So they might have some fun with that. Yeah, the song is All Night Long, and it's going to be on a CD due out this summer. Well, at least it's not Margaritaville. Yeah, and even Zach Brown Band is participating in the in the album. 
That should be interesting. Doesn't look like they've given the album a name yet, though. But uh, I think "All Night Long" is a is a good choice. I hope it's not too faithful to the original song. I I hope that that Jimmy kind of spiced it up with you know some Caribbean flavor. Oh, but although you know they wouldn't be that bad if it's faithful to the original. It's an okay song. Give them the benefit of the doubt. We've got another concert roundup to get through. We got two concert roundups to get through, but. Concert roundups, but I'm thinking of uh, slipping one of the two in before uh, before the end of this podcast, so we can finally wrap up the big top tour and move on to the Australia stuff, and then by April move on to the Welcome Finland Finland concert. Yeah. So it's already going to be starting the new tour. I know exactly. It's, as so soon as I found out that Radio Margarita was going to broadcast the Australia shows, I'm going, "Oh damn! <laughs> I haven't even finished Big Top Tour yet." <laughs> so anyway, this is the Irvine, California show from October 21, and this show was pretty notable because there were there were a lot of guest alumni reefers showing up. And uh, not only did they show up, but Jimmy invited them on stage. So I guess the uh, stage was was full of current and former reefers. So here we go with some highlights from the Irvine, California show from October 21. <laughs> Boy, here, here a, we are. That's that's a high dollar intro. <laughs> that is, Irvine. Jimmy, how are you? I am fine, Mike. My cold is getting better. I, can you I, tell? I, I can tell. I can tell. The uh, nasal uh, thing is. Uh, yes, but these what? microphones are freezing. I know. We're holding them in our little hands. Rodney didn't warm. Put them in the mic warm. I, I needed to ask Rodney put a question. Put these things in the Who put you back here in this corner back here? Probably Tom. Boy, you rate you rate really good here. So we have to walk all the way around to come to you tonight. We're coming to you live from a dinky ass corner backstage at Irvine. Irvine Out front, it's beautiful, but we're sitting here in the this is like this is like steerage on a passenger ship. We, I could move the curtain here, we'd have a whole bunch of space. Oh, but there's the crowd out there. Well, Jimmy, do you remember doing the album, the back album cover of uh, of? Uh, <laughs> uh, you had to be there, or no? No, no, uh, that was, no. That was feeding frenzy, feeding frenzy. Yes, right here. Remember, we yeah, took we the shot picture. it right. Yeah, right here. We made everybody do the it fin. Was a one shot. Then who was? Let's do. Let's play trivia. Who Jim was Marshall. The, wow, you're good, Jim Marshall, yeah, Jim legendary Marshall. San Francisco that was, photographer. That's it. Oh, Jim, He's scoring the ball game is four two Philly right now. 4-2. When they score? Jason Wirtz just hit a home run. Oh, boy. Right, Top well. of the night. So we'll see what's going on there. Right, now well. the game will be over before we hit the stage, though. For all you Philly fans staying up out there eating your steak and cheeses, listening to the game, you're in good shape here now. You San Francisco fans, uh, you got a couple more shots at it. So yep. there we go. All right. And uh, we have... Talk about a big show under the big top. Run, run down for the folks out there, all of our guests... Do well, we have on station tonight well, who they are? I, I, I Go, you, Mike. See if you can remember everybody. Well, Mary Harris. <clears throat> Mary Harris. And Bree Darling, who used to play with us back in uh, right back in, back uh, in the early day. 90s. Mr. Russell Kunkel is That's, here. You're getting good, I man. I bet you didn't know Jay Oliver's here. I did not know Jay yeah. Oliver's here. And Mr. Sam Clayton's Sam, here. Sam, the legendary Sam Clayton. Yeah, who else is here? Uh, you got anybody else? Let's see. The... The legendary director of uh, the oh, Draws video oh, yes. and uh, Emmy and Award winning or no Academy Award nominated director. I, I understand he 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 missed a screening tonight. Uh, he might have. Yeah, Frank <laughs> Marshall. Frank here. Marshall. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we got everybody. Yeah, we we gonna have a wall of reefers, and we're putting everybody on the stage here tonight at Irvine. And uh, my friend Liz Clark, who's a great surfer that I met down in Bora Bora, and I surfed with her there, and oh, she's good. a single handed. Yeah. Woman sailing a boat around the world by herself. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, that's Liz great. Clark. Everybody check the blog out. It's called All Liz right. Clark on Swell, S-W-E-L-L. All right. Very sweet. Her whole family who raised her on this music are here. So they're my guests. Oh, good. Yes. And I took pictures with them backstage and everything. Well, What'd uh, you do? Did you treat your guests no, well? I, well, I have, my, I have my children here. They're not children anymore. <laughs> no, right? they're grown men. They're grown men. Where are your grown men? They're, they're out there having a good time. Oh, they're yeah, having, yeah, oh. Yeah, they're having a good time. Yeah. Just like mom and dad. Yeah, just, exactly. just like your children. Well, we ought to thank everybody for raising their children yep. on this music. Yes. 
We saw people. I saw like young, young little kids with like earphones on in Portland the other night. You know. Did you and see it the was two, a school night? The two girls, the little hula girls. Yeah, little, two little I gave them girls. my flip flops. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're whooping it up here at Irvine, and this is always one of the best, best parking lots. And I guess they call the tailgating now. We used to just call them parking lots. Yeah. Uh, ever. Irvine out here. One of the originals. One of the originals. And that's right. We took the feeding frenzy picture right here on stage. Yeah, that's right. We got a wall of reefers and one more after oh, this. Got, uh, well, Who'd uh, you forget? Will Kimbrough's here. Will Kimbrough, of yeah, course. Yeah, right. The wall of Magical guitars. Magical Will Kimbrough along with Elo, the wall of guitars. And Sonny. Sonny's on this plaster oh, tonight. Yeah, exactly. All right. Guitars. An irresistible force meets an unmovable object. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> right. We better get out of here. I know. All right. All right let's get, get right into these cold microphones back. Uh, brr, brr. Brr. We want mic warmers for the next tour, but we're not coming on. That's it. That's it. All right. Everybody have a good time tonight. Great to hear you. Yes, thank you for everybody who's wondering. When you get a cold, I mean, that's really when things go viral. My cold went viral on the Internet, so I just got a stupid cold. And everybody's yeah. worried about me, but I thank you for that. But yeah. you play through, right? That's right. The show must go on. Show and you do it on. all the time. We ain't weenies out here. That's right. New Playing room. with pain. That's, That's it, it, baby. Let's go. Uh-huh. All right. Zoolander, <laughs> uh, 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 I got a little cough. Uh, hey, Pop, I got a cough. Where's my tea? Where's my tea? I can't go on. No, I think I have a rosé. Uh-huh. Yeah. No red wine night tonight. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all have fun. See you soon. Another coral reefer has popped up on the scene. Legendary Sam Clayton from Little Feet's kind of sitting in the well over there with Mr. McDonald. Do I have to pay all you people tonight? Jesus. Anyway, where was I? Oh, you. Oh, he's only the CMA Musician of the Year. Not for much longer, though, buddy. Reign of terror is coming to an end. Reign of terror is coming to an end, okay. (laughs) Anyway, this place holds a lot of memories. You know, this is the place where we shot the album cover to Feeding Frenzy. Do you know how hard it is to put 18,000 parrot heads into a picture? But you look beautiful in that picture. Another coral reefer has, has come upon the scene. Oh my God! Our, our lovely reeferess from Miss Mary Harris and Miss Free Darling over there, just off that James Taylor tour, Mr. Russ Kunkel up there. <laughs> Local boy made good. It's a wall of coral reefers. All in all, it's just another lid in the wall. Be my version of that. So, Speaking of inspirational songs, this song has been classified everything from a love song to a religious experience. I think it's a classic. 
Wow, man, classic, like classic radio, wow. <laughs> this, could, this could really cost Matt the Musician of the Year award right here. This could be a short-lived crown, my friend. Save Max CMA Award. Yeah, that's what we're going to be doing right now. You guys quit stepping on my car over there. All right. I know we're heavy into the surf and the surf culture here, but there are sailors in this audience tonight, too, Mike. There are. Some people sailed all the way here from Newport Beach. Hell of a voyage. And they're land yachts. Yes. And yachts. Yes. Yes. We've covered you sailors, so we're not going to leave you surfers out. So uh, this is a song that, that Will, uh, Will was drunk at a bar one night in Gulf Shores, Alabama, and uh, the way the story goes, and he was going body surfing in the hurricane, and I went, well, we're going to change this a little bit. So we went down and worked all winter long in St. Bart's on this song. Work. Work, work. You're not buying that shit, are you? I can tell. All right, so we wrote it in a day and fucked off for the rest of the winter. How about that? That's the kind of honesty we need in this country, isn't it? Yes. All right. Anyway, now the, the other night we were up in Portland, Oregon, and, and you know, there's, uh, there's, we suffer from these senior moments and a lot of a lot of flashbacks here, but Mr. Utley had just a spontaneous, almost spontaneous combustion when I asked him what he liked on his cheeseburger. Would you like to repeat your answer for your, your now hometown audience? Yes. What would you like on that burger? What's the, the I'd like mine with lettuce and tomato. Huh? I was 57 in French fried potatoes. <laughs> Big coach of pickle and God, good God, good, good, good God. Oh, good God Almighty, good God Almighty. Welcome to the Church of the Cheeseburger, ladies and gentlemen. Reverend Michael Utley in attendance. Good God Almighty. Nice hand for the Church of Utley over here. Uh, you could have made a lot of money doing that and get your kids through college, but now they're out, you know? So, I don't know. going to take about two and a half hours, but I think we should introduce everybody who's out here who's ever, these are a lot of people that played in this band over the year that it's been a privilege to have in the Coral Reefer Band. Great musicians and always, the reason we uh, probably lasted so long is because we sit on such a great band. Thank you, uh, everybody. Let's, let's start out. Miss Tina Gullick's been on vocals right there. 
Miss Nadira Shakur. Late again, where are they? They're out drinking with Mooney. That was Mary Harris on vocals, where the hell she is. Miss Bree Darling. They lost their introduction. See, and the guys are going, just like chicks, you know. Mr. Peter Mayer on the guitar. The legendary Ralph McDonald and Russell Kunkel on the stand up there. One of the finest you'll ever hear, Sonny Landers on the slide guitar right there. And the man in blue tonight, Dangerous Dog Gresham on the steel guitar. Mr. Mike McAnally right here. Roger Gruth, who actually keeps us all together up here. It's an amazing job. Uncle Jim Mayer on the bass. My writing co-producing partner, Will Kimbrough on guitar, sitting in tonight. I don't know what Frank's doing here. Frank Marshall on the guitar. Mr. Jay Oliver on uh, keyboards. Uh, we wrote many of these songs together. Michael Utley on senior moment and keyboards. Robert Greenwich on the pan. Sam Clayton on the deli tray. John Lovell on trumpet. Evan Lowenstein was up here, good God. And uh, everybody else who's up here. Anyway, this party ain't over yet. A long, long time on this wave. They'll have to drag me off, I don't know. I hope you had as good a time out there as I had up here. If there's any cure for the common cold, it's been a pain in the ass. It's a great audience like this. Thank you very much. You're the medicine I needed. Thank you. Yes, if I do fall, I will be glad to go. Drive home carefully. See in the water. See on the beach. Thank you, California. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Happier times when, when Jimmy was master of the stage, before the stage became master of Before him. he was 64. That's yeah. true. Yeah, turns 64 and starts falling off the stages. So, uh, do we have any gospel from the coast besides... I saw a, I think it came right from Margaritaville, I don't know if it's news, but there's a, um, a deal right now, $50 um, rebate or coupon for the liquor chiller. <laughs> You're getting your hand. Yeah, yeah, so there's $50 off the liquor chiller with uh, free shipping, I think. And the the regular price is one ninety nine, so that I could get myself into a liquor chiller for one forty nine. I'm not pulled the trigger on that, but uh, liquor chiller. Do it. Do it. Do you need a devil on your shoulder? Do it. Makes it colder than ice. It does. It does. Especially during the summer. I was thinking. Would it? Yeah. It'd be good for Super Bowl. Did you guys finish your spicy rum thing or whatever it was? Spicy. Spice oh, spicy. Spiced rum? Anvil spiced rum. Oh, the Margaritaville rum? I didn't finish mine, though. Did you? I didn't buy any for me. I bought it for the crew. Oh. Mike finished his on the drive home. <laughs> I haven't been to my tequila or rum. I was drinking gin during this. What happens during Christmas? Yeah, I drink sure gin. Yeah. Is that like Molly? That I, is that like Schmo's that version of Molly Maid? Schmo Maid. I could use a Schmo Maid. My house. I don't think you want a Schmo Maid. No, you're right. The place is still dirty, but the liquor cabinet's empty. That Schmo Maid. There's this guy walking around. He won't leave. And he keeps hitting on my 22-year-old daughter. I was walking and this big blow thing was following me. <laughs> and there's a big wipe to Schmo's face with his thumbs up. up my legs. It's a little maid. Little cap and a feather duster and his thumbs up. With a bottle of tequila under his arm. 
are you guys talking? Is this me? Is this at my expense? That's all at your expense. <laughs> You'll hear it later. <laughs> I look forward to it. I was having my own sideshow here with Jennifer. <laughs> He said the penguins were following him. Well, this is she was talking about the night at Larry's house because Larry was bitching about it or something. No, he wasn't bitching. I, I no brought it up. I just thought I'd throw that. The decorations oh. that he destroyed. Yeah, the ones you. That schmoman. Penguin was following me across yeah. the lawn. He tried to clean I his lawn. <laughs> Didn't Scott fall? <laughs> he tripped over some of them or something. Yeah, hey, I didn't fall. Oh, I tripped you twice. The only one? No, I wasn't the only one. But as soon as I escaped one, well, he moved here? them, and they, then Scott tripped over them on the way out. They don't believe in sidewalks. You have to go on the sidewalks. Even on the sidewalks, yeah. yeah no, I, I, sidewalk, I don't Joe. think I did anything bad. I just had that penguin following me around. It had that canvas rubbing across the the ground sound. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> it was dark. I could see him walking, and those penguins moving. I'm following. I was. Then he gets panicky and starts running. They're following me. Chasing me. They're running faster. Well, I just knocked my phone down. <laughs> right across the room. <laughs> Better call a Shmomade. <laughs> okay, that's it. Shmomade. Feather Duster. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> Sorry, what the hell? <laughs> I look forward to it. Well, Anyway, going into the Australian shows, listener Matt had told us how he got tickets to both Opera House shows. He joined the Opera House Insider Club at a cost of like 100 bucks, so he'd get better seats. So that's more than the uh, membership fee to the ARC, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had to do that so he could get like maybe pre-sale or better seats, and he paid $170 Australian, whatever it's, if it's called dollars. Per ticket, and he went both nights. He took the family for one night, and he went with the guys the other night. That's huh. a good arrangement. How he how he set that up? Yeah, no, I you know one day with the family, get that out of the way, and then the next day, party I think, time. Yeah, it was guys. a dirty night and a clean night. Yeah, very yeah. Dirty very night good. was first. That was one hundred and seventy-five. Ooh, it's about the same U.S. It's actually a little lower U.S. That's not a bad price, really, for a twenty-five hundred seat place. I would expect the tickets to be. Oh, more. if that was here, twenty five hundred seat. Yeah, forget it. Jeez, we yeah. way more than that. He would be with a couple of mates, and the second night he'd be going with the wife and kids, and they are so excited. I'm not sure how many kids. I don't know if it says here. Anyway, he did say he remembered one of uh, one of us had uh, one of our dads did the thumb dance in the eighties, and that was my dad for one particular harbor, and because he wore the T-shirt that had uh, I used to rule my world from a payphone on the back. So uh, he said he would do that dance <laughs> for whatever his version of that dance is <laughs> at the shows. So that was, and I did email him back and said, hey, thanks, and all that stuff. So Told we're all assuming that, that that was done. Yeah, then he said, uh, I, I might as well, should I give him his little wrap up? I said, he said, hi, amigo. I have just walked in the door from Buffett at the Sydney Opera House. A couple of views and observations after my first Buffett gig, and a totally amazing night. And he lists things. One, fulfilled my promise on night one and did the thumb dance in my Yay, father during one break of the harbor. We'll it's also do it tomorrow night when it I is. take the kids. So thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Two, a great concert. You have to remember the Sydney Opera House is a very conservative and beautiful place. To be allowed to drink beer and dance in the concert hall is breaking new ground in many ways. So he, he said this a few times. Three, Aussie crowd or Aussie? Crowd well dressed and got into the spirit of things with lots of Hawaiian shirts, lays, and typical parrot head sort of apparel. Four, I spoke to a girl from Israel beforehand who flew into Australia just for the gig. Whoa. Her father plays Buffett through speakers when he is tending his beehives. <laughs> I didn't see that sentence coming. That's awesome. <laughs> I can picture that. That's that that just looks, seems so awesome. I know. Five of their I want to do that. That's, I want that to be my new job. So is his favorite song, Honey Do? Woo-hoo. I like that song. Uh, five, That's a very, so sweet. Uh, five, a very different concert to what you might normally see here in the States. Not sure. Example, band intros after first two songs. Yes. That oh, was, yeah, that's different. That was novel. 
I got a uh, chance to listen to that show last night, and Jimmy was extremely chatty during that first show. I don't know what it was like during the second show, but his song intros were going on like two, three minutes long. Oh, so wow. He's fired up to be there. It's a big deal. <laughs> he had after the three shows, he was going to go surfing and have some fun. <laughs> yeah, enjoy his time in Australia. Number six, no interval at all. I just love the way they speak. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Wayne to you with your Fargoish accent. Yeah, yeah. I call it intermission. Here I go again, guys. I'm not Look, just my shut paper. that down. Number seven, when when I'm 64, song. Mm-hmm. So Buffett relying on audience on auto cue for lyric help, but said, but solid version with great sing along by crowd. Eight concert hold holds 2,500, so not a bad seat in the house. A band looked like they were enjoying themselves immensely, very relaxed, perhaps using this gig as a warm up for future tour, as a lot of bands do during Aussie summer. Number nine, spoke to promoter Michael Chug before gig in foyer. Just love the word foyer. And thank you. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, instead of lobby. Use that word too. Well, yeah, I know, but I've got call. one in my house, and yeah, my house didn't come from Australia. Yeah, but he's talking about the big lobby. But anyway, I think it's foyer. I was going to say, didn't we used to pronounce it foyer? <laughs> no, I always said foyer. But yeah, well, it could be foyer. In Michigan, we say foyer, but I think in Australia, they say foyer. Okay, in foyer. And maybe they say foyer. Thanks. I no for, yeah, I don't know, for bringing but it up. It's pronounced I lobby. It's lobby. <laughs> Georges can't read it. <laughs> yeah, like Casino. All right. T- oh, 10. Tina looked great. It's <laughs> <laughs> a shout out for us. That's international, too. The rest of your heart. Uh, Sh- Shakira sang uh, Creole. Shakira? Yes, he says Shakira. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Interesting. So a special guest? That's not international. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, saying Creola. And uh, 11. I think Jimmy said they were donating proceeds from tonight's gig to Queensland. Yeah, for the flood. Flood. Well, listener Fiona confirmed that. Yeah. Or seconded that, not confirmed it. Hector goes, I'm very tired. A fantastic night. Now for a favor. Any chance of getting a copy? And then he asked. No. (laughs) So speak to you tomorrow night. We'll send photos and hopefully some videos. Matt H. He sent a review of the kind of a smaller review of the second night. Do you want me to read this? Sure. Hi, amigo. A totally amazing and magnificent concert, even better than last night. In regard to mix of songs played and overwhelming enthusiasm, participation, and general participation, and general buzz of another packed concert hall at the City Opera House. A magnificent, balmy night on the harbor ensured. Boy, this is too small for me. People were in the mood, and I too. What's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. A magnificent, <laughs> balmy night on the harbor. Ensured people were in the mood, and I too, my own kids, and they to the, I took my own kids to the first ever real concert. Okay. They loved it. I had a chat with promoter before the gig in the foyer, and he said, or the lobby, and he said that he's trying to get him back next year with more touring around Australia and not just Sydney. Point taken up by Jimmy during the gig. Yeah. A few observations. One, my daughter said that Tina has hair like Hillary Duff. <laughs> but what a great compliment from a, from his daughter. I think she looks fantastic, and her and Nadira, and the whole band, for that matter, generally look like they love their gig and get really, get on really well with each other. Two, Jimmy introduced the support act prior to her brief set and said some really nice things about her. He says somewhere else what the support act was. Yeah, they mentioned her name. Uh, the uh, Radio Margaritaville broadcast of it is going on as we speak, and apparently they're going to include her performance after Jimmy's performance, even though it, it wasn't that way live, obviously. So, uh, so anybody listening to the Radio Margaritaville broadcast will be able to hear her, but I don't remember her name. Um. It's I thought he mentioned. I wish we had some oh, device. Katie Flanagan. Yeah, there we go. What a great, you know, with all the H's in there and everything. Australian name. Uh. So we are going to get a chance to hear her on Radio Margaritaville. He had he he introduced her and said some really nice things about her. Of course, the concert hall was only half full at the time, but that is so cool for him to do that. Yeah, it is, he he's done that before, not just with. Uh, 
what's his name? Elo. God, I'm, yeah, I'm drawing a complete blank on his name, but he's he's he blocked him. <laughs> he's come out and introduced the opening acts before, and it is really cool. I think a lot of a lot of other artists should do that. Yeah, because it's really a nice way of saying we're not forcing you to listen to this. You know, you know, enjoy it. We'll be out in 20 minutes. Just sit back and enjoy it. This isn't some some scam that the promoter is forcing on you. Anyway, carry on. Three, Jimmy looked genuinely overwhelmed by a wild audience response tonight. This was not showbiz fakeness, fakeness, but a real sense of I wasn't expecting the reaction to be this good. Four, a little bit worried at end of second song of night when my six-year-old daughter said, when is Finns? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's going to happen a lot for the upcoming tour since it's all based around the song. Oh, that's true. Oh, Five. Please, and they gave us a link to the to a review, which I did not look at it yet. And six, overall memorable night for a Buffett fan. Only one T that time. And as a father, really tired now, so going to bed. Mad age. So thanks, listener Matt, from down under in the Australian Out of the bureau. Australian bureau, yeah. That's great. Sounds like some really good shows with uh, Jimmy not being there for such a long time. He really uh, yeah, twenty two like years. Yeah. Twenty two years. That's that's amazing. Katie Flanagan plays ukulele and chill out tropical music. Ooh, there you go. Ukulele. I'm just looking at more facts. And Buffett already said that it's not going to be another twenty two years before he comes back. He's he's like thinking about next year. So well, well, that was before, before the be, fall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before the fall. <laughs> in Eden. No, I'm I'm sure we've talked about it. He's, he's going to be joking about it just like, uh, just like we've been. Now, Fiona sent a little thing. I have to read because I give her some equal time. I've made it back to drop you a line. She says, hi, guys. Went to the first concert on the 23rd at the Opera House in Sydney, and it was totally awesome. Jimmy was thrilled to be here. You could not take the smile off his face, and consequently, he has put many smiles on our faces. I've not come down off the high yet. Great day, too. Sydney showed us one of her better summer days. Perfect. Have attached a couple of shots, photos. They call them shots. <laughs> I was going to say shots. <laughs> yeah, weren't we, weren't we ordered to do shots? Yeah. He promised to come back next year. It was 22 years ago. He was your last, like we just said. I had to go to the U.S. to see him. Last concert I went in 2007 in Tampa Bay, Florida. So Fiona's been here in the States to see him. She mentions the donations of the proceeds. And then she goes all rounding up totally awesome fins up Aussies with all kinds of exclamation points and capital letters and stuff. So she was pumped. Yeah, listen, Fiona sent us a bunch of photos, too, and... We're going to be including those in, in our photo gallery, hopefully by the time this gets uploaded. So uh, check the uh, show notes blog at wastingaway.net for the direct link to those photos. And they do it upright, just like we do here with the whole tropical gear and all the, uh, the fun stuff. Bright colored, crazy clothing. And it's yeah. summer there. Aren't you jealous? Yeah, 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 yeah believe summer. me. Mr. Ali was wondering how they knew to get dressed up for the occasion, but I think... I think it's not that difficult to figure that out. I think it's pretty natural. They did the research collectively. <laughs> you have a You want to see something? All right, you, you guys stop, stop fighting over there. See you too. You always say that good. That well. doesn't matter. You asshole. It does so matter. Asshole. <laughs> She's getting ready Is that for from her. the fuckers? Calling your names. Is it meet the parents from the fucker? Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's the, the second one. The little baby going yeah. asshole. I don't know. Oh, I don't but I think. You don't remember? No. Yeah, it's like I blocked it. You blocked it. Not a good movie. Get out of here. Oh, we had a golf joke. Jeez. Yeah. yeah well, this isn't. I know it's golf, and I said, uh, "Hey, look, this is the Aussie show, so they're." Uh, they're playing golf down there right now. It's, uh, oh, there's the connection. That's how he's tying it in. <laughs> it's always with sports with this guy. Always comes back. That was ingenious. And the Australian Open's been going on. That's tennis. Ingenious. And, uh, I've been watching a lot of that since you know I've been up at all hours with a little TV. 
Is everything else set? Do you have anything else? No, we're just overwhelmed with that. Uh, we had no fosters to drink today, so we drink land sharks. <laughs> oh, for Aussie Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Aussies. That's how we pronounce it here. Aussie Australia. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know that, but <laughs> now they know. Yeah, they say other things, but now they know we call them Aussie Australians. I don't think they appreciate using Fosters for celebrating Australia. No, I think they regard Fosters as cheap beer. Yeah, but that's what we have here, right? What? Are, well, yeah, I don't know that we, we have don't have any Vegemite. Do I have tried Vegemite? Have you ever tried? Say it right. I've never tried. Joe, it's it's like you didn't say it right. It's Fosters. Fosters. Australian for beer. Australian for beer. Fosters Lager. Sheila. I tried Vegemite, and it, I, like they have like little packets of Vegemite, like ketchup packets or something, or maybe more like jam packets. They're like those, like at a restaurant. They have them at like McDonald's and stuff. What's so the guy at work went there. Vegemite is something they, and it's like basically the sludge at the bottom. I think at the bottom of a, like a beer barrel or something. So it does taste like you had beer just sitting out all you know till it started growing mold in it. And he just tasted just that's exactly how it tastes. It's well, nice. he sold me. Yeah. Yeah. And what do they use it on? I don't know. They put bread. on stuff. It's they put on what? Bread. Bread. Their hamburgers. Bread. sandwiches. Dip their fries into. It's, it's beer? It's the bottom of the beer? It's like a peanut butter thing. It's a kind yeah. of a spread. Yeah, it's they a put spread. On bread. It's not a liquid. Made of beer? No, I mean it's like congealed. It's like I think it's the Vegemite. Bottom of these... I thought it was like ground up vegetables or something. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I'm right. We should, you know, I, should, I didn't. Look I it. only had a device. I I've never up to the. <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> that would allow beer There's some kind of sludge from something. I thought but it was beer. To tell you the truth, I never looked really looked up Vegemite since Men at Work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Speaking of which, Colin Hay is coming back to the Ark in yeah. April. For a couple of shows, maybe. yeah, a couple of shows. This, tickets have been on sale for a while. I know for a long time, but I didn't jump uh, on those. But I, I, I didn't know might. what might be happening. Yeah, it's a byproduct of beer manufacturing. Oh, there you go. Wow, Joe knows his beer but it, for the wind. But I don't know about like beer it? sludge and a byproduct of beer manufacturing being equivalent. I would assume. Well, it's like the is old. Is it only th- something that adults? I mean, kids can't. It's have. similar to, give it to kids. bouillon. Do they give it to kids? I think they do. Ew. Yeah, I don't think it has any alcohol. It's like it's it's like it's like consistency like peanut butter, really more like jam. It's not as flavored as British Marmite and less sweet like than marmalade? New Zealand Marmite. Is it marmalade like? <laughs> no frame of reference there. I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, but Marmite must have something to do with marmalade and Vegemite. <laughs> Joe just made that up just now. <laughs> well, listen to me. It's ground-up vegetables because veggie is it's, in the name. It's Australian. That's B-E-G is in the name, so it must be ground-up vegetables. vegetables. I am certain of it. We have to watch what we say because we could be sued by the woman that wrote Kookaburra. <laughs> yeah. It's marmalade and Vegemite together. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sure of himself. Oh, he'll be true. He'll be. He'll be right. Yeah, I was just right about that. I'm on a Vegemite, roll. Vegemite, isn't that? Didn't I love Lucy do that? An no. episode of Vegemite. No. It was a Vegemite. No. What are you laughing it was at me? Vegemite, vitamin or whatever. Oh, oh wow, jeez. I thought she did. I don't remember the name of it. Vegemite. I remember. Are tender, man. Why are you peeing? Well, that's a yeah. little bit too much information there. Joe, yeah. Throw my sweating. You're sweating. Shaved. <laughs> he sleds on his bare chest. That's all my sweating. <laughs> Doesn't everyone? <laughs> That's just my bare chest. I balance right on my nipples. <laughs> the only thing actually touching the hill are my nipples. <laughs> That's why he goes so fast. <laughs> he only leaves two little tracks yeah, on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts so bad. All you do is flex a little and turn. <laughs> oh, my God, my stomach. <laughs> uh, it those, like, sled marks? <laughs> yeah, but the cold kind of helps the cause. Uh, I think you know what I mean, being a woman. <laughs> oh yes, because women always go... Well, the cold thing, another cold thing. Not enough, dude, in my opinion. <laughs> what did you say? 
Not, not, not enough to do sled ending. We're going to start a campaign. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to go very far. I don't think so. But the only one who'll be signed up is Joe. I'll make posters. I'll win the gold medal. I win the only medal. Participation medal. Oh my goodness! My feet stink. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a little story to tell. This is what the starters. We have golf. They're playing golf in Australia. It's the summertime. They eat Vegemite. It makes perfect. That sense was right to about me. the beer thing. Yeah, you were. Okay. And there's a foyer involved. And we're all yeah. going to go see Colin Hay in uh, April. Yes. What's well, the Australian show? There's this other podcast that. No, about the next show is going to be the Australian show. This is just the lead up Jimmy to the Australian Falls show. show. Oh, okay. The fall of that. Jimmy. That's alive. <laughs> she just blurts out lines from different movies. Clear blue sky. I think he says this. No, that. That's not a knife. I'm not gonna. I was right with Vegemite. I won't. <laughs> He's not. Anything else? He's going out a winner. Pure sludge. <laughs> Did you say it was a it is. It's like the sludge. No, that's marmite, he said. Oh. It's a byproduct. It's half marmalade. And half <laughs> I, know, I, I did. It. I said, well, there's something there, marmite. It must have something to do with marmalade. I thought it was a jelly made from marmosets. <laughs> <laughs> it could be that, too. It's probably just as likely <laughs> to be that as it is to be I half marmalade and half vegetables. Hey, I, yeah. I thought it was something. I refuse to take this from the guys that Vegemite's definitely shot the vegetables. <laughs> it says veg, right? Yeah, but I thought it was something for vegetarians. <laughs> well, yeah, it can be. It's all from yeast, so it's still vegetarian. It was horrible. <laughs> no offense. What did you put in that? Yeah, for those listeners that that's like why it. we've been spending the last ten minutes talking t- about it. Because oh god, I don't want to go through the ending. Please send your complaint letters you to Amigo Schmo. Before you went to- <laughs> hey, hey, that hey, call back to a good use. <laughs> I uh, I think Vegemite. we just tried it straight. <laughs> or we put on crackers. I forgot we did. We were on work. Put it on some quackers. Or nipples, one of the two. Crackers, nipples. One of the three. <laughs> Joe's totally bored with this. <laughs> He's so tired of talking about his nipples. Yeah, I talk about him all the time. Whoever listens. I've never heard never had anybody want to listen so long before. They were hurting while playing today. <laughs> Too much information. Yeah. I don't mind saying. You're supposed to use your I arms, like aren't you? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, supposed that's not good, Joe. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Did you ask the, your doctor? <laughs> it lasted more What's than four hours. <laughs> doctor, <laughs> doctor, if it lasted more than four days. <laughs> <laughs> it only happens once a month, it seems. Does it? No. Shut no. up. No, it's oh my god, Joe! No, it's from chafing. They they just start bleeding. What happened? No, that too. Yeah, what are you doing when this happened? I was running. Been playing volleyball's been hurt. Then you can't. There's Don't nothing that. that can. Well, stop can, running. Play. No, I have nip guards. You got earmuffs? I got nip guards. <laughs> nip muffs. Here, let me show you. <laughs> what the hell? Nip muffs. They're right here. Shaft free. Chief. <laughs> It's pronounced chafe. It's pronounced lobby. <laughs> well, you don't know. Foyer. Oh, man. The, you tape these up and they stick them on your nipples. <laughs> That's good to know. I lost my... Joe's doing a show and tell. <laughs> oh, my lord, are you serious? Uh-oh. I lost the <laughs> Yeah, these things. I didn't even think these things existed. Perhaps you need a larger size or a smaller size. I don't know. Oh, my Lord. So I put that cream on. This yeah. cream's nice. Just girl talk. Oh, are you done, <laughs> ladies? All right, hey, read your uh, script. Sure, sure. You never know if I need some chafe cream. Yes. It's pronounced. I don't chafe. My sister's like, I'll give you some nipple cream for my for nursing. I don't think we would, though. <laughs> really? She keeps forgetting giving me a, It's like this, I think. Anyway, 
That's nice of her to share with you, Joey. Yeah, I don't want to use my sister's <laughs> nipple cream. <laughs> Joey, you can use my nipple cream. It's <laughs> exactly how she says, so I keep forgetting to give it to you. Okay, we'll keep. Yeah, yeah, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> She's saying this in the, at dinner. Shh. <laughs> exactly. Outside the church. I don't mind. Across, across the aisle of the church. <laughs> Joey! <laughs> Remember when you wanted to borrow my nipple cream? I forgot it today. Oh, man. Catch you next Sunday. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Action. Action. <laughs> you just... Okay, go ahead. A husband reluctantly agreed to play in the couple's alternate shot tournament at his club. He teed off on the first hole, a par four, and blistered a drive 300 yards down the middle of the fairway. Upon reaching the ball, the husband said to his wife, Just hit it toward the green. Anywhere around there will be fine. The wife proceeded to shank the ball deep into the woods. Undaunted, the husband said, That's okay, sweetheart, and spent the full five minutes looking for the ball. He found it just in time, but in a horrible position. He played the shot of his life to get the ball within two feet of the hole. He told his wife, Knock the ball in, darling. His wife then proceeded to knock the ball off the green and into a bunker. Still maintaining composure, the husband summoned all of his skill and holed the shot from the bunker. He took the ball out of the hole and, while walking off the green, put his arm around his wife and calmly said, Honey, that was a bogey five, and that's okay, but I think we can do better on the next hole. Listen, asshole, don't bitch at me. Only two of those five shots were mine. Is that okay? Yeah, it's a lot of work for that payoff. I don't know. Yeah, well. That's life on the North Coast. Wasting away on the North Coast. One. Um, we had an unfortunate incident, but the show's over, so if you could move along, that would be very, very cool. Thank you. Come on, let's hear it. What a great show, eh? And if you could, if you could move along, that would be great. It's uh, getting late, and move along. Thank you. I'm sure he'll be fine.